that is okay. No judgment here. If you're starting your business and you're like, I need to make money. And you're like, you know, but give that money a purpose. Is that because you need to bring a certain money to provide for your family? That is okay. Give that purpose to the money. But once that becomes bigger than you, it's not just, you know, for me, it's now like giving back to, to communities. Like I am able, I have a sustainable business where I can do so much of free work. I can, you know, um, I am so honored that I actually am able to make so much impact. And, and as a byproduct, like money really flows. Hi there, and welcome to the Shine Your Light with Diana podcast. I am your host, Diana Elena Matei, and this is a sacred, safe space for me, for you, and us all to be our authentic selves, to share our stories while shining our light and reconnect with the oneness. Thank you, thank you, thank you for showing up and keep on shining unapologetically. Hello, 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 once again, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode with Shine Your Light with Diana. Today's episode star is going to be Diana Lugoli. She is an award-winning international success and business coach who supports coaches to launch with love and scale with soul through a line and inspired action. Now, she's a true global citizen coaching in, if I recall correctly, a few different languages, four different languages. Although she knows about seven, worked with hundreds of clients all over the world, has been featured in over 50 podcasts and hosts the top 2% globally ranked fearless and successful podcast where she has interviewed exceptional thought leaders in the industry such as John Lee Dumas, Selena Su, Ajit Nawahaka, James Wedmore, Jason Goldberg, Sigrun, Daniel Mangena, and so very many more. Well, I could go on and on with how awesome she is, <laughs> but I am going to currently resume myself on saying she is a freedom architect and a flow gangsta. So let's give her a round of virtual applauses and welcome her here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is a really an honor and yeah I feel very special to be on your on your show so thank you Dee. Oh I feel honored for you to be here sharing the space with you. Um, for me you've been a true inspiration ever since the moment I met you so without further ado I would actually like to start this interview by asking you about your journey. When did it start? 
how did it start? What was the trigger? And I know bits and bobs of your story and I get to know you from so many other angles every single time you're saying your story because there is always a twist to it. And I absolutely love it. So please feel free to share with us more about your spiritual journey from reaching your rock bottom to shining your light so beautifully. Yeah, um, I was like, oh, what is my journey? Is that like when I was a baby? <laughs> so I'm glad that you actually specified that that's like a spiritual awakening. For me, that was in actually in 2020 um, or a little before that. In 2019, when I started to work with a coach that literally freaked, he was freaking me out with his intuition. And I was like, dude, like men don't have intuition. <laughs> I'm being completely blunt and honest here. I was like, why is he so weird? And he calls like shamans and all this stuff into his calls. And I'm like, That's, this is so fucking weird. Me being, you know, very left brain. And it's like, I have a degree in business and it's like all analytics and numbers. I was like, business is about that. Like, let's just stay there. Don't go into the vuvu. And and funny enough that I have been practicing law of attraction and manifestation or been in touch with it for a decade before that. But that was that like on a superficial level, I would know what that means, but I didn't embody that until a very special, you know, people who, who everyone who will be listening to this, you will know that in March, April, 2020, something amazing happened to us I'm not talking about pandemic but at least people who are in our space like uh, our mind valley community and spiritual communities like there was this very instrumental moment for me where mind valley brought a program called silva ultramind which is like tapping into your intuition getting into altered state through meditation at that point i was already like really active in meditation for four years um and um but i never kind of went into a deep data meditative state and that was like basically what what blew my mind and i was chosen to be an ambassador and to beta test the the program um Vision's idea was literally to bring that program for people to go more into their source and trust, get into their intuition and not be led by fear, but be led by intuition because of pandemic and everything that was going on. So it was kind of like this was calling me like um, this was meant for me. And I was like, ah, okay, so let's just experiment what does that mean and I remember how I, I said to to facilitator of, of this program I said to her like I don't even know why you guys picked me like there's like all these very spiritual people like they know this stuff why did you pick me and she said trust the process and I'm like yeah I yeah, trust the process what a bullshit you know <laughs> just surrender let it go like I'm like oh, right mind you that's like two years ago I was not even close to being in surrender mode <laughs> and I was like okay four days into it I there's a, a technique called video screen um, mental screen technique that's 
visualization, but really intentional visualization. I did visualization before, but this was like really special. Like you go into center, you ground yourself and then you see the thing. And my bestie asked me like, Dee, what are you doing? And I'm like, you know, I'm doing this program. I don't even know what I'm doing, like why, why I signed up for, but she's like trust intuition and she's highly like spiritual and and wearing to this uh and she's like i feel you girl like you're you, like there is something like there's a breakthrough and i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um i visualized she asked me like what did you saw i was like i saw tony robbins like i'm gonna go and you know i'm gonna meet the man <laughs> she's like yes 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 you're gonna meet him and i'm like yeah right <laughs> that was not even on my vision board like so far not nowhere near and surprisingly like this same evening we were i was graduating from one of the programs with tony robbins and dean graziosi and we had a graduation party where you know i would see like people and this is like pure manifestation we are talking about like really intentional shit right here like it's really the power of intent Dean is calling all my on my friends and they're, they're like give, like they're praising them what they did what they accomplished and then like last I still have the video and it's like last but not least Dijana and I'm like that's not me I'm Diana <laughs> and he's like yeah, they pulled my picture on the screen and I'm like what is this like I'm is that me like am I dreaming and he's like you get an award and a bunch of books and blah 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 like and there there he goes you know what because you do so much for our community, we're going to invite you to our uh, summit in June. And that was pandemic just hit. So, you know, they still didn't know that summit will not happen, but you're going to come and you're going to have a private lunch with me and Tony. <laughs> and I'm like, what? This works, you know? And then I go, of course, through the course and, and manifest some crazy stuff through the altered states. Like this is deep like really trusting my intuition that was the first time when I went from my head to my heart to my gut and this was the time that I really trusted the source that source is within me and I and I know that everything that everything that I'm being that's what I'm attracting and me embodying the higher self um was kind of a, what was what was happening externally so I, I said you know I went back to my mentor and I said like you're right like this is some cool powerful stuff I don't need to know anything about marketing I am the marketing you know <laughs> and he was like wow this is so powerful and that same year also something really pivotal happened in my business as well uh september we had one of the biggest launches and it was or it was supposed to be we we shut down the whole thing one of my uh team members he got sick with covid um then we had the other member she was working with one of our clients and she was literally having a breakdown um and i was like i don't want to do this anymore so it was kind of a, where am I like, I actually am not living my dharma right now. I need to change some stuff. Um, it was the leadership thing that was missing. Like, how do I want to lead um, this through intuition? And then I met Selena Sue and um, kind of a, also the community part was missing. 
this part of belonging somewhere. So that was built in 2021, which literally like um, exploded my business. When I was in tune who I am and kind of a really getting out there with, oh, I don't need to have a template. I don't need to have a script. It's just me being really authentic with my with my message, being aligned with my purpose and completely you know, activating my potential. What am I meant to do here um, in this world? And kind of taking the, the ego thing from like really being in tune with that, like what, what does my heart desire? Some amazing stuff happened in 2021 and I'm not even going to like what 2022 and why, like, because it's like ridiculous, so many great stuff. <laughs> Well, that's uh, one hell of a joy, right? <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, I think, uh, but also like, I don't know what you feel, but I think that more and more people, I, I definitely feel that a lot of people are awakening like from that, like really tapping into their their source and potential. And I feel that that's a common thread, um, especially me just coming from highly charged uh, event where I felt that everyone is now just wanting yearning that feeling of belonging and connection with with what is actually my purpose in this world and like people really want to to get more into that oh my god yes i do feel the trend indeed it is an ongoing awakening and you do know that we, we were talking at a certain point how my goal, my purpose, my sole purpose is to actually contribute to the planetary healing and the cosmic expansion through it. So hearing you this, you're literally radiating. I wish everyone would see you on the screen as well. Um, you've been to quite a few events throughout the years and every single time you spoke from your heart despite being in your mind sometimes and probably paralyzed with fear you still were your most authentic self delivering you your true essence how do you do that? How would you encourage others doing that? How, where are you coming from doing all that? Yeah, that's a great question. And this might resonate, and I'm going to say what resonates with me in this moment, because it might be completely off next month, but this is what is coming through me right now. We oftentimes live with the expectation of what we know and we need to kind of uh, implement that knowledge. I, I learned this thing and that thing needs to be implemented. And we forget oftentimes that it's not about what we know and but it's remembering who we are and living that, that essence of who we truly are. That is what really gets me out of my head into my heart living the essence of who I am. And that will always resonate with the right people. That will always bring the, the message to people's hearts and not trying to, oh, yes, I know a lot. I learned a lot. But does that even 
matter at the end? It really doesn't matter what we know if we don't live that. And I think when you are humble enough to, to just be, be that person um, and not trying to, you know, sometimes the, I, I totally know that human capital is the capital that, you know, no one can take what you, what you know. And especially for us, for us nerds is like, we pride ourselves with, with everything that we know. But if you're not able to integrate that into everything that you are being, um, you're cutting yourself short. And not just yourself, but also the people who need to experience your gift. So one thing is knowing and one thing is living that. So live your dharma every single day and live like there's no tomorrow. Like seriously, you guys, that's what takes the the anxiety part. And, and I'm big on vision. Like I have 10 year, 20 year vision. Like I, I definitely want to live my legacy, but it's also like right here and now, this is the moment that really, really matters the most. Wow, as <laughs> always, on point, powerful, and truly you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I'm certain everyone listening to this uh, is already in love with you and your energy. However, what would you say to someone who would love to live their dharma, but they are at a level where they are inner saboteur, uh, they are inner critic, their inner child is screaming like they are not worthy they're not good enough they can't do this who are they to do this and all these questions that sometimes the fear that takes so many forms is throwing at you and we use it as a limitation on not moving towards what we actually want to achieve one of the things that will probably most resonate with people is uh, we oftentimes oh that was at least there are two fears that are really present for for most of the people is the fear or three let's go with three fear of other people's opinion uh fopa <laughs> um and that is a big one because we oftentimes are so afraid what people other people might say about us and if you are constantly fearing of what might other people say about you, you are giving your power away. Because just remember that one thing, it just doesn't matter because they don't care. Like, as you know, in terms of there will always be a certain projection and it's not about you, what they think about you. And the second thing is, <laughs> Everyone else poops like you. So it really doesn't matter what people say. Like you are the city, we are all humans. Like why would like, you know, someone's opinion of you be more important than your opinion of you? We're on the same level, basically. It's <laughs> um, first, the second is comparison. We love to compare ourselves with, you know, my level two with 
Gary Wee's level 100. Like, you know, I want to work 26 hours a day like him. Like, is that like even, like that doesn't even fit my lifestyle. Like I'm a single mom of three kids, like, and he has a team of 100. I will never be able to produce so much content like him. You know, as just a, a very drastic example. We love to compare ourselves with other people our success with their success just ground yourself and just meet yourself where you are at and the third is of course imposter syndrome we are never good enough we're never good enough and we are never ready you know what just and i know that you you hear this like a lot like you're good enough and you know i i had the privilege to meet marissa peer and talk about her about these limitations and it's just like, why are we being so freaking critical about ourselves? We are never as critical um, as we are to ourselves as to our best friend. You will never say to your friend, like, this sucks. You, you would never do that. Um, or if you are, you're a dick. <laughs> or if, if it comes with a constructive, like, feedback, yeah, that is totally okay. But, you know, um, just... I want people really to kind of make an audit where they're really telling themselves these stories that they're not good enough or they're not, might not be ready, like, which is total lie. Like you will never be ready for anything. You just need to jump in and, and like really try, test and um, go with the flow as you go. Um, that literally has been my mantra. Um, the only fear that is real is the fear in your head and even that's like you know your mind just wants to protect you from from getting out of your comfort zone and that's not reasonable like go again to your intuition and, and experiment is where in your body you're feeling the fear and sometimes it's like really like that fear is really in your head it's not nowhere near like because anything that you experience before as a trauma or whatever it's in your body and the fear of you doing something similar will always be in your mind, somewhere in your mind. And you will be like, oh, my mind is now like really protecting me. So these three things are, are our fears and they are never legit. Um, so fear of other people's opinion, it really doesn't matter. Fear of, of um, co or comparison. And then also, um, what was the third one? It's imposter syndrome. So these three, like, you know, that's all what it is. And when you kind of make an audit and make a really self-reflective exercise, is that true? Like go with Katie Byron. Like, is that true? Is that really, really true? Like go with these four questions. Like you can Google them and we can put them in show notes. Is that really, really true? <laughs> when you ask yourself, you will see like, okay, that's such a BS. Like I'm telling the stories that are not even ex existing. So I think, um, I don't know if that answers your question, but that's what came through me. <laughs> oh, that came beautifully. And I'm certain it resonates with uh, the right people listening here. And now I'm, as always, in all of you. And uh, the way you tackle this, um, I feel like, it's not for everybody, but it's for your tribe, for the ones that 
you are magnetic towards or the ones that you desire to attract and be attracted to. So it's like a whole, uh, on a whole other level. And on that note, I do want you to emphasize for business owners, how did you get from that logical mindset, always in your mind, always in your head, not the woo-woo, to being this soulful entrepreneur, freedom architect that you are right now. What shifted for you? Uh, and how did you become creator and the creation? Yeah, amazing. And I just remember what was the initial question before that, um, how to live your dharma. Like when you are not in the fear and you are like, I always say that living your dharma is always from your heart when you serve love. That was initially what I wanted to say. Like, and when you are in the fear, any of these three fears, like you can't live your dharma. And to make clear, like, it's not that you will one day wake up and you will be like, oh, this is my purpose. Or you will do an exercise and you will define your purpose. You are always, always, always living in your dharma when you are in alignment with your true essence. You, when you're in alignment with your true essence, nothing is heavy. You don't need to push anything. You're pulling and attracting. And we go to that, like attracting your tribe, right? being like whatever is happening right now is happening for the best of everyone and not just me it's happening for the best of me and also other people around me when i am in my my purpose and um that purpose doesn't change when i change what i'm doing that purpose never changed. It changed the form of how I show up in the world. But my purpose is always to change the world in a positive way. How I do it will might change, but the purpose and essence is always the same. Right? Um, so that's that. And once you become like really why shift to soulful entrepreneur? For me, for me, like I had my first business in 2003. I've been an entrepreneur for more than half of my life in different forms, in different industries. And I also studied entrepreneurship. Like I had a, a, a privilege to work with some of the most uh, inspiring entrepreneurs in the world. Um, Necker Island and Richard Branson still on my vision board, still haven't manifested, but I'm declaring um right here on this podcast so yes so it is let, let, yes so it is and let's have a conversation when that actually happens we're gonna have a episode two but um what shifted, yeah right what um what shifted for me it was that humble knowing that my mission and my purpose is not just for me from the beginning it was like always oh you that is okay no judgment here. If you're starting your business and you're like, I need to make money, 
and you're like, you know, but give that money a purpose. Is that because you need to bring a certain money to provide for your family? That is okay. Give that purpose to the money. But once that becomes bigger than you, it's not just, you know, for me, it's now like giving back to, to communities. Like I am able, I have a sustainable business where I can do so much of free work. I can, you know, um, I am so honored that I actually am able to make so much impact. And, and as a byproduct, like money really flows. Um, and that was the shift, like from being, to, to also do that soulful selling where I, I am unapologetic about, you know, anything that I sell because I know that does good stuff for people. And I'm not like, you know, I'm not feeling as an imposter anymore. Um, which is something that it comes, you know, in, in, when you are leveling up, it will always show, show up in, in different areas, you know, in different forms, next level another devil that imposter syndrome will, will always show up in 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 a form um as a person that wants to sabotage you or as a failed launch or whatever you know it will always be there but really um yeah being in that stage where i i don't feel that i have pressure that i need to make money but more so um shifting my identity and by shifting my identities I'm making impact and also by making impact impact I'm making income so that's kind of uh, that um, switching to sofa entrepreneurship <laughs> which you know again like people who are there like or building their personal brands like that's also like at that level that stage when you are really intentional with building your personal brand and that personal brand is to is beyond, you know, the logo and website and what, what the fuck, you know, stuff they do, the behind the scenes, but it's really like, I'm the personal brand, this is my mission and people get your mission and they want to get behind it. You know, that's where, where the soulful stuff comes in. Well, hope you took some notes, peeps. It's Diana here with the other Diana. <laughs> literally rocking the foundations that you used to have once upon a time. I, however, loved that much, the, the, the money part, which I know for some um, people that are yet in the very beginning to accept, to even accept the simple fact that money is energy, as a coach, how do you deal with the rejection of people whose excuses are, I don't have the money now, I think time is uh, not, not right now because I have children or because I have another job or because I have insert excuses here as many as you want. How do you approach that as a coach and what would you, what would be the advice or suggestion or recommendation that you would offer to other coaches out there? Yeah, that, that's super cool. And I love that you said money is energy. Um, well, 
when I work with clients who are just, and sometimes I would also like when I was starting, like if someone tell, told me like, I, I really can't afford this. I would like, oh, can I coach you on that? <laughs> like it's a money mindset thing, you know? And it would re really be a challenge for me, like more so in terms of, can I actually coach and give them some insights about how they are actually playing small? I don't even do that anymore. It's like, you know, when you get into a practice of, and I'm, and I'm going to explain like at this level where, you know, where you are intentional, you know, when you have a high ticket offers is, is it is, you know, you don't work with people, people's objections. It's more so they're so intentional about, oh, so this is the program that costs so much. I know what you're going to deliver. I know the benefit. Let's just see if the vibe is right. It's more so. But, at, you know, at the beginning stages when people are kind of uh, selling, and I would say like when you are getting on a sales conversation or enrollment call, make sure that that is a call, you know, around uh, $1,500 and more. Because for less than that money, like don't even bother to get on a call. And I say this with so much grace because, you know, people who are getting on a call for less than that, you know, they will just, your time is valuable. So make sure that you have that boundary. And then, you know, soulful selling means that you are always getting in a conversation with a person with intention to serve never with a certain outcome. And when you have that in mind and when you are delivering from that place that you really are there and you know that what you are selling and providing um, as an outcome is potentially changing someone else's life, having that responsibility and being mindful of that responsibility has to be energetical exchange. Are they actually ready for that change? And if people like, you know, are ready for that change, it's not about the money. It's really about, are they ready for that change in their life? Because it's, you know, in investment and transaction at the beginning is just an initiation of that change. They are saying yes to the change, but the change happens afterwards. So really asking powerful questions, you know, like get, getting curious about where they are at. What are the, some of the, the things that are, they are experiencing right now in their, in their life? Like getting as much as curious about their life as you can. And me as a business coach, I also ask like business um, kind of challenges and what excites them in their business. Like really, I want to get curious about where people are. And then if I am like 100% sure that my services can change their challenges and can shift, can provide that positive change in their life, I'm going to be unapologetic about my, my sales. And, and when you are unapologetic about that, and when you show up with that conviction and confidence, even if the money is a struggle, they will feel the energy and they will feel that they can trust you. And if there is like, oh, but I cannot commit to, you know, let's say $500 at this point, 
let's just play where you are. If you're really into it, then just find a game plan that is right for you. We are not people like I, I want to take like all of your money. It's not about that. Like just let, let's find a solution, but only if you're really want to if you really are committed to change if, are you really to play full in if not like pff, i don't care about like there are also people who would pay like you know ten thousand dollars but are they really committed to change no i don't want to work with these kind of people if i know that they are not willing to commit to the change i don't even want to work with them so that's a big distinction like really if you know that you can change someone else's life and having that uh, humility, high and responsibility, I, my, my services, my gifts can initiate that change, um, then like really be unapologetic about selling them. The But also, can we find a way that it's a win-win for both of us? Wow. <laughs> I'm just going to hold that silence for a second. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you quickly your favorite word. Unfuckwittable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do describe that one a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, how I, how I, and then, you know, that's from, I'm going to quote the, the book, uh, or where is this from? It's from Vishen, his book, Buddha and the Badass. And that, for me, that means that right now, whatever does not give me a fuck yes vibes is not welcome into my space. And when you are here and yes I'm, I'm gonna be like it might feel like oh she's so cocky or whatever yeah but this is literally how I feel right now you are fucking welcome to be in this space with me and co-create because you deserve to be here and this is how I show up it's a uh, and it's also like I, I take your time and space and your listeners' time and space for, I don't take it for granted. I'm honored to be here. I'm very present. I am so thankful that you guys came to, you know, you listened the whole thing. Um, but it's also like, I know what is my value and I know what I bring to the table. So yeah, you're fucking welcome. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. <laughs> to the point that I'm going to be un... Fuck with something. <laughs> I love it. What's your favorite mantra? I just had, um, yeah, today I was writing my, uh, because I came from this really powerful event and I was write, rewriting my 12 affirmations, but it's still like this, this is the favorite mantra. The more fun I have, the more money I make. Like this is the, the, the mantra that follows me. Like the more I'm in the flow, the more money flows to me. And also 
um, and this is actually a quote that I absolutely live by. Um, never have like it's not a quote; it's more so like you know a, a statement. Um, better live with with an oops than what if. I don't want to have any regrets in my life. Everything that I do, it can be uh, a mistake. It can be a failure. It can be a feedback. It can be a lesson. But I don't want to be on my bed and say, what if I do, did this long time ago? My whole life could change because of that. I don't want to be in that regret. Um, so that is kind of a philosophy of mine. Um, and um, yes, I don't regret what I do, what I, what I am, what I, what I say, how I show up. Um, I can be too much, but it's like, you know, if I'm too much, you know, find something who is less. <laughs> oh, everybody needs a little bit of D in their life. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and I have one more for you. I, I want to read it because I have the book right here. Oh. Um, and what actually the, how the unfuckable actually comes. Uncover your soul print, attract your allies, become unfuckable. Activate your inner visionary, build a unified brain, upgrade your identity, and bend reality. <laughs> we learned about us. Hell yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> it is um it is something that also like in 2020, like literally, like that book and um think of like a monk, like these were two big spiritual books that really changed the trajectory of, of how I went to really that soulful entrepreneurship and kind of connected with my, with my source. Oh, well, I'm so And I am like, and I'm at this point where I am reading a book or I actually read the book about past lives and past life regression, regression. So I'm definitely into it. <laughs> Brian Weiss. Yes. <laughs> so good. Of course, as well. So good. He's so amazing. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that I book is like, it's all, yeah, that book, like, really, like, I, I read it literally yesterday, the whole book, and I was like, damn it. Like, yeah, that makes so much sense. I met, I, I connected with so many soulmates. Um, right now and I just felt we did this before it were these like my teachers my sisters my brothers my lovers like whoever like I literally felt that I met like few individual individuals where I was like wow this happened before <laughs> I met you in my past life and it was like wow so cool Wow, that I'm gonna take more in private about <laughs> as well. <laughs> yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> as a coach, what do you feel 
it's the most powerful question you can ask someone. Um, who do you need to be right now? That's powerful. That's the question that I wake up every morning with. And it can be literally like, who do I need to be right now as a mom? The kids are off from school. So that's like more so priority right now. Who do I need to be as a mom? Um, we had kind of a, we've been blasted for one hour and a half. Two of my kids are still not asleep, but they are nowhere near. We could, you could probably hear them somewhere in the background, but um, throughout the day, like I try to be as much as present as possible. But also when I have projects, um, who, who do I need to be and how do I need to show up? Like that's the question. And when you are mindful and intentional about how you enter every single day, that's going to make a significant difference. How you manifest and attract things, people, opportunities into your life. Because it, it is that power of intent. And you yourself are a powerful generator, if I remember correctly, in human design. Is that correct? Yes, I, I, responding, responding to the opportunities and really feeling them through, through, intu through, through intuition, which is super powerful. Like so many great things happen when you are in that vortex of, of intent. And when you, every single day, like set up an intention for the day. And when you do that, it really makes a difference. And that is living your dharma. Because when your mind is clear, like in the morning and you don't have anything, no, no stuff that are entering into your brain, like really first thing in the morning when you ask yourself, how, how will you show up in the world? That intention is so pure and it's an essence of you. Now, guys, let that sink in for a moment because she just dropped the bomb. <laughs> and well, I could go on and on and on for hours, ages. Believe me, it's an absolute pleasure to, to share this space with you. You have so much wisdom to give and I'm certain that by now um, the listeners are looking forward to connect with you. So do tell me a little bit about where they can do that. Where can they find you? I would love for your listeners to send me DM or connect with me on Instagram. My handle says Diana Logoli. I think you're going to provide that in the show notes. Um, I love to chat and I just love to send voice messages. So please do connect with me. Um, 
also yeah you know i would love for you to listen to my podcast fearless and successful there are a lot of you know inspirational stories from people are all all around the world and i'm not talking about like you know big stars but people like me and you who are really like if she can do it or he can do it so can i like really these powerful stories where people flip the switch and they create something out of nothing and I think this also kind of uh, always I go in with that intent of bringing people who who created who are just like normal like you and me and they created this extraordinary lies lies for for themselves so that's going to be super powerful I think these are two resources or you know, connection points that I would love for you to dig in. I'll certainly provide that in the description, links directly to her. And oh yes, we did connect uh, uh, straight away through voice messages. It's my absolute <laughs> favorite mode to talk. And on that note, I do want to ask, it's like, I know so many other people who are not sure if it's uncomfortable or I was told at a certain point that it's unprofessional to send a voice message rather than writing because you don't know where they are, how they are, so you are not mindful. And I was taken aback in the very beginning. And I remember I was thinking, okay, what within this person I have to heal? within me so I can, you know, support this person. And I was like, something somewhere. There's something, what's your approach on it? Um, you know, again, it's uh, what resonates with me and what feels good for me. Um, I know that I had a experience when I would send, um, you know, a person that it's highly respected in our industry, I would just send her a voice message and she was really kind. And she said, I don't do voice messages. Um, can you please send me a text? And I would assume that that's because, you know, it's easier for her when she's in the meetings, like it's easier for her to just read the text. Um, also, I had people like who would say to me, like if you send a text before that, send like a note, this is this, you know? So, you know, um, I need your bio and then they would explain and they would say like, do it in less than a minute. I don't listen if it's more than a minute. So luckily on Facebook, you only have a minute, but we are also connecting on Voxers and Slack, not Slack, uh, Telegram. Um, so it's like do it in a less than a minute, like just being respectful people of people's times. I know that Facebook, I don't know because I haven't checked, but someone told me like that Facebook has now not, like a availability to have this long, like, you know, <laughs> I'm not pro for, for, prone for that because I feel that sometimes people just don't have that five minutes to listen to a voice message. It's just like too much. Um, but again, like you do you. And I believe that we are in this space where we can give a positive feedback to each other. If, if you 
would give me a five minutes voice message and I'm not about it, then I would say, hey, D, can you send me uh, an out, uh, an, you know, a subtract of what you just said, because I can't listen to five minutes. I think like just building that relationship and just like being honest and open about it, like be unapologetic about your time and also like own own your stuff, you know, say to people how you feel about certain things. I think that's that's how I would go about it. Love it. Absolutely love it and very on point. Guys, check her podcast. I am in all her podcast. <laughs> she indeed has so many interviews from which we you can learn so many things. And it's been there for quite a while now. <laughs> yes. Um, it's one of my babies so you guys you know I love this stuff like I really really love this is one of my my biggest passion projects so definitely tune in it's a fragment of her more exactly a fragment of her soul or really like development if you would go like I had a person who said to me like recently I met him um you know at the party uh, here in Stockholm and and he didn't even know, like, we connected then on Facebook and he didn't even know, like, what I do, didn't even know about my podcast, but stalker, <laughs> he would message me after a week and he would say, hey, I listen to every single episode. And I was like, dude, that's weird. <laughs> he would say, like, wow, it's such an evolution. I said, like, it really is, you know, it is an evolution, how I evolved as a brand because it has been like here for three years and it's it's really it, it is a testimony testimony like how you progress as a human being and how you are unlocking your infinite potential as you go so yeah definitely exciting and you like also like you've been improving yourself through this journey so you know how it is like I think podcasting is an awesome tool for for you to grow yourself into a speaker as a connector and also someone who delivers like really powerful content content creation yeah something i would certainly binge on rather <laughs> than a netflix series for sure because this would support my development and yeah. everyone else's and oh my gosh we <laughs> came uh the end of it i really wanted to say something but somehow it just it, was, it just it disappeared from my mind right now uh and i really felt like it was so important but i just did not want to interrupt because you were so in the flow and so like in your power and this is what i've always respected about you oh yes in your honor my love in your mm -hmm. honor on the 22nd, I'm going to release this episode. And it is half year anniversary of my podcast. Wow. It's your birthday! So amazing. So I'm again so happy. Happy, grateful, honored for you being here, being now with me, with us sharing this space and allowing you know all these beautiful high energies to just roam through so thank you Dee 
and I'm so looking forward to see you next time, like part two, when your vision board is uh, on another level with new goals. <laughs> yes, I feel that, you know, sometimes my, 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 dream, my dreams and my goals, they just scared the shit out of me. Uh, this year, like one of my goals was to, and I'm going to say like this with so much, a bit of a playfulness. Um, I think I shared this also in our group uh, when I was um, presenting my story for Mind Valley Tribe this January on the virtual stage. And I said like, you know, this is a virtual stage that I get to, to share my story. But then I know that I'm going to be at Mind Valley University. And I said, like, I'm going to be on that damn stage. <laughs> and, and when it happened, like, and I was sharing with some of my peeps that they were like, you were born for this. Like, you knew that this is going to happen and you just manifested this. And, you know, I say, like, nothing prepares you for the moment. Nothing. You're never really ready. But this was, I feel that this stage was, was so ready for me as I was ready for that stage. Like it feels that everything that I was building upon this step was just everything manifested, the people, the energy, the, the host, um, ev everything was just so magical. So I also want to just finish this with, Every baby step matters. Every big dream that you have is within you because it's in your reach. But be mindful that there is a certain steps that you need to do to unfold that big step. They're just always preparing you to that Oprah. If you want to be on a soulful Sunday, like every single step will prepare you to that soulful Sunday where you will just sit like a king or a queen in that chair with Oprah and you will just own it. Um, and everything before that is just a practice. So make sure that you are practicing your big stage every single day through every baby step. Well, she crushed it again. Boom, <laughs> drop the mic. <laughs> well, don't drop the mic yet. Please do uh, send, flood her um, DM, uh, flood her Insta with DMs on happy birthday, <laughs> ladies and gents. <laughs> she will very much appreciate all the good vibes from everywhere around the world. <laughs> and once again, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Oh my God, like you're the cutest one. Like seriously, like you have so much kindness and love in your heart. You're such a light and this has been such a beautiful journey of knowing you and witnessing your growth and uh, just being connected to you is, is just such a blessing. So shine your light, sister. Love you so much. <laughs> well, babe, this would be all. Keep on shining. <laughs> Remember, the healing process is a lifelong progress. You are unique, and so is your story. Shine your light unapologetically.